0: Thank you very much. Uh, though I'm here today on a very, very sad note um, after losing seven lives, uh, seven lives that uh, could have been saved if um, all of us as South Africans uh, could have respected our constitution and ensured that we don't uh, neglect uh, to ensure that we have the rule of law. This Uh, incident is uh, as a result of neglect, many years of neglect this is a result of the country and the city um, not uh, respecting the rule of law and I raised this particular matter I remember quite well uh, on the 1st of December 2016 when I was addressing this uh, our residents around my 100 days and during that speech I made mention of the fact that uh, the city of Johannesburg is sitting with um, lots of challenges one of them being the question of hijacked buildings and criminality in the city and I said one of our biggest problem, challenge that we are sitting is uh, we have with these hijacked buildings is that a big, a big number up to more than some of them, more than 50% are people uh, with no documentation and uh, requires that South Africa to assist me to get national government uh, to come to, uh, to, to the party so that uh, these people are given the necessary documentations. Those those who qualify and those that do not qualify to get them out because we are expected by the courts when we evict people from these buildings the city must provide alternative accommodation for them and i don't really believe any south african anyone or anybody in the world would expect the city to provide accommodation to people who we don't know who they are. They don't have documentation. So this becomes a real challenge for us. And i really appeal to a national government uh, to come to the party before we lose more lives, because this is not just one building. We have over 80 of this, uh, such buildings, deplorable living conditions of, people, of our, our fellow human beings.
1: So this particular building, uh, the one in question, the City York building, uh, do you know who it belongs to? Do you know the status of the deceased and other people, the injured who are living in this building?
0: Well, uh, up to yesterday, uh, I knew the building belonged to uh, a bank of uh, Mozambique. And I just got a report uh, late last yesterday afternoon that uh, there's a new owner and I've requested them to give me a proposal as to who this owner is and what we can obviously discuss with them as part of our bigger picture uh, in taking back the city because all these buildings in the inner city, are on a mission to ensure that I can work with the private sector to ensure that we develop uh, high rise accommodation for our people. I'm sitting in the city of Johannesburg with over 300,000 housing backlog and majority of our people who are looking for houses, are our poor people who cannot, who do not qualify to get RDP houses, who do not qualify to get bonds from the houses. They are living in squatter camps. They're living in informal settlements. They're living in backyard uh, uh, dwellings in the townships and so forth. I believe As a government, we have the responsibility to take back this city. The private sector is willing to come in tomorrow to turn this city into a construction site, build accommodation for our people. But then I have a challenge as a city from a constitutional point of view. There are certain competencies that do not belong to me. Firstly, as I said, indicated to you, the question of making sure that I know who's who in, in, in our city. When I have so many people with no documentations, as a city, I can send JMPT today to go and clear them, but then what do I do? The national government can tell me where to take them and uh, ensure that uh, they're given documentations. Those who qualify and those who do not qualify, national government needs to, uh, to do something. But unfortunately, it looks like national government is not interested. Why they are saying to, uh, to South Africa that Mashaba is xenophobic and, and insult and, and call me names. But if we are not prepared to accept this as a reality, then we can expect more and more challenges. But one thing for sure, as a city of Johannesburg, we're not going to give up on this because we owe it to our people, particularly our poor members of the community, as government, to ensure that our people can can enjoy the city of Johannesburg, which we will be deprived of during the apartheid days. This is the city for our people, law-abiding citizens, and I'm going to do everything in my power for as long as I live to ensure that this city is riddling back and I get the private sector to build accommodation for our people uh, and and other facilities, not just accommodation, small business uh, facilities. If you look at uh, this city, what we've done over the last uh, 20 years, we focused on areas like Sentinel Rosebank. Can our poor people afford to go and live in Sentinel Rosebank? They cannot. Now that is what we focused on and I think if you look at it, why did uh, the previous government focus on these areas and forget that we have poor people, we have uh,
1: marginalized uh, members of uh, communities, what about them? Mm. So, 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 what is your plan? Has the city of Johannesburg done an audit about the buildings in the inner city, um, so as to formulate a plan to deal with this?
0: Absolutely, that is why I'm saying to you that uh, I announced this uh, the, some of the plans on, on the first of December, requesting intervention by constitutionally uh, res- responsible entities, which is national government. But then you remember what I was called, so. And I'm not giving up on this and I'm not going to apologize to anyone because I think our people want to change. Our people deserve to get accommodation and they deserve it to get it from government. So what we need to do is we need to ensure that we bring back the law and order. You ask yourself logically, why do you think people, uh, owners of these buildings, just some of them left them. Some of them, obviously, these buildings were hijacked from them. We have uh, uh, some of the people every day come into our offices and say, can you help us uh, get our buildings back? Our people particularly to to, to my black brothers and sisters who in the New South Africa bought properties in Hillbrook and Yeovil using their their hard-earned money because they wanted to live next to where they are working. Now all of a sudden, these buildings were taken over by criminal syndicates and now our people have lost all their wealth. You can Mm. imagine if uh, you're you're, you're a black South African who was denied in the past to buy property in Hillbrook, Yeovil and so forth. Now comes the new South Africa. You buy property here, and then a few years later, on with a bond. A few years later, this whole building becomes an un, uh, a lawless place. What happens? You end up losing. You owe in the bank. Our people are in debt today because of that situation. This is not something that just really happened by accident. This is a manifestation of government's. Uh, uh, re- neglecting to
1: ensure that there's a rule of law in a country. I don't think many people were surprised that this happened and um, wouldn't be surprised if this sort of tragedy recurred. But what is the way forward? Do you have a budget and what will you be doing from today onward? Well,
0: I, I don't have budget uh, to uh, to provide accommodation uh, to More than half of the people in these buildings That I don't know who they are I just don't have I wish I could If anyone believes that I must uh, give undocumented people Alternative accommodation I'm appealing to them I will do it uh, now But give me the resources I I appealed some of the international communities You remember actually the last time I was here with you I had one of the international communities Accusing me of of, uh, being against uh, uh, undocumented people I said please give us the money as a city We will I have the responsibility to Mrs. Mm. Kumalo in deep slot, who's been waiting for a house since 1995, 1996, law-abiding. So for us as a city, when we provide, I can assure you, and I don't apologize to anyone, I will provide accommodation with my limited budget to Mrs. Kumalo, who's been waiting for a house since 1995. I'm not going to, I'm not going to reward criminality where people hijack to jump the queue so that uh, they can get attention from the city of Johannesburg. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen because we're with a heartless leadership. It's not going to happen because I don't have the resources. I've got very limited. So when I address our people, I will address first preference my, to the law-abiding citizens.
1: Final question from one of our listeners, Spiwo uh, Mungeka, who wants to know, can you ask uh, Mr. Mayor, how far is the forensic investigation on Josie at work as was promised?
0: Well, uh, Josie at Work is a debt program. Um, it's a debt program. Um, it's part of uh, uh, the level of uh, corruption that I've uh, uncovered in the city of Johannesburg, where government creates the uh, 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 labor brokers. What we've done as a new administration in the city of Johannesburg, we am- said, I said to government, when you have short-term contracts, please don't play because you've got labor laws, you compromise to our people, you give them to a labor broker. I'm saying is employ them directly and don't provide employment opportunity to our people on the basis of political affiliation because this Josie at work was a system to reward people for political uh, agendas. I'm saying this political agenda must die and I'm saying to the officials in all the departments if I discover our people being given jobs for political reasons, you're out.